PFT Media. known fact i don't think i've ever actually told this story on the podcast i wrote all the lyrics to that song <laughs> i did it's a true story <laughs> you did no, you i did. did i'm a lyrical genius that's right yeah. i had nothing to do with the music my buddy cj mask did that but uh, uh I, I he said what do you want and i said i don't know just uh, talking about scotch and good conversation and he, he really took the ball and yeah. ran, ran with that. Well, with a with a line that profound, it, that like you know, it, uh, you why wouldn't you repeat it? Well, it, yeah. it's I, people often ask me about the good in lowercase and in parentheses, and the whole idea was I didn't think I'd be sober for most of these, so it would be good. <laughs> but uh, that's my buddy CJ Mask, and I I'll say pound for pound, it's one I've. And I, I maybe because it's mine and I've heard it hundreds of times, but I still think it's it's a great opening song. Michael Rizzo. That's right. How are you, sir? Thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank we, you. I'm good. Thank you. We've, uh, we, I think we've been trying to go back and forth for like a year and a half for you to come in here. Uh, you said you've listened, but it, it, you said a couple year, year and a half ago. It's exactly the same and maybe a little better, maybe a little worse. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I At this point, I just kind of people show up. The dog barks, we sit down and we talk, which I think is good. I, I don't know. It, it's I I still have to look at a script, which is strange to me. You think I would know what I was doing and I frequently still get lost in my own podcast. <laughs> but thank you for coming in. These are three things that I know about you, which is probably everybody makes that same look on their face when I say that. You know, I, I uh, here's what I find. I say this all the time. When you're dealing with the cooler people in any section of society, Whoa, uh, hold on you're one of the cooler okay. people in town. Wow, you wow. are, you know, you're one of the cooler people in town. <laughs> you, you have a swagger about you. You dress cool. You've, I've known you on and off for at least 15 years now. Uh, inside circles, you're like you're, you're kind of a music guy, and you know some of the same people I know. You've consistently had cool hair, which is always important. Thanks. You Thanks, are, yeah. always yeah. you're you're fashionable. I think how old are you? What do you you're? I think you're. Wait. Do you mind saying? Do you mind saying how me. how old you are? No. Yeah, I'm happy to tell you. I'm, I just turned fifty this year. Actually. Okay, so yeah. I got two years on you. Nice. So I and I get a lot that I don't look like. I'm fifty two. Yeah, you look great. Yeah, yeah, and you don't look fifty. Well, thank you. I the only reason I knew is because I noticed that you graduated the year after I graduated, and I should have graduated the year before because I got left back in fifth grade because I'm that kid who, nice. who flunks fifth grade. Oh wow, well, we could we could talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's been covered, <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was one of those profound things in my life that I was really I think it set me on a course to be angry. Mm. I got. I didn't get left back. My parents left me back. Oh, so yeah, that would be. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, and I I passed fifth grade. Just I mean, really, can you fail fifth grade if you're functional? You know, it, it's I I I'm assuming is that a bad word? I think that might be bad. If you if you're 
okay with most of your life, you can pass fifth grade, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, and I passed. I just didn't. I, I Apparently, I wasn't okay with most of my life. And that set me on a course of just being angry. Never do anything about it, you know, other than just being angry. Right. Fifth grade for me was, um, it was kind of when I needed to start. I, I was challenged in fifth grade as well. Okay. And, um, I think I started to... Um, it's when I realized that I needed to kind of start taking school serious. And you realized you had need to take school serious in fifth grade. It took a while. Yeah. It's fifth grade. It didn't take a while. No, no, it's, no. it's number five. Well, but, but, but keep this in mind up to that point, I, you know, going to school and paying attention during the lessons and, and you know, in, in, in class yeah. was, was all you needed to do to pass the test. And apparently I didn't. And I guess right. you didn't. Well, no, no, but I, but I think about fifth grade, what happened was suddenly it occurred to me, Oh, Am I supposed to be studying this like outside of school? I don't remember studying at all. Right, either did I, up until that, up until then, I didn't have to. But then yeah. that was the, kind of the turning point. I'm like, oh, well, I think probably fourth and fifth grade. And again, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. uh, fourth and fifth grade. Uh, yeah, that's the point where it stops being like just nursery time to where right, there's right. there's spelling and arithmetic, and you you probably have homework like real yeah. legitimate like a, a page and a half of homework. I. Remember the first time I did fifth grade, I had a teacher and he seems so young. It's weird. He's probably in his seventies now. That's insane to me. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, he's like in his twenties back then. It, so th this was like 1977, 76, 77. I remember he had a customized van he drove to work every day nice. or a motorcycle. And I remember he missed class for a couple of days and apparently he'd had a, like he had had a motorcycle accident. Oh yeah. He also used to ride a unicycle around class. <laughs> I want that distance. And, and no, he was like the coolest teacher. His name was Mr. Braggs. He used to ride a, a unicycle around class and he juggled on the unicycle and he drew great cartoons and let us read comic books. That's great. Which yeah. also might explain why I barely passed fifth grade and my parents pulled me out of public school and put me in private school that they couldn't afford. It, it may have, yeah. And, um, you know, you have to think of that guy. He wasn't planning on being a teacher, I don't think. But I think back in the seventies, probably it was it was more of like a you you want to be a teacher. Really? Okay, yeah. I don't do, know. Do I mean, you think? Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I you wonder. know, I think teachers are super special and they should be getting paid more. Yeah, <laughs> and they, we they should really are, we yeah. should respect them more because they're they're. I don't have a card in this game, man. I don't have kids. Right. So, but, but I think teachers should be getting paid more. It, 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 it's amazing to me. There are people who have children in the world who don't think teachers should be getting paid. More. Oh, this yeah. isn't about teachers. Cause you're not one of them that I know of. At least yeah, yeah. here are three things that I know about you. Yeah, yeah. Well, what yeah, what you do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to podcasting, uh, personal talent and media group. What is that? That is, that's a company I launched, um, about halfway through last year, 2018. Can you get me to number one in podcasting? Oh, probably not. Right. I don't know much about podcasts. Okay. But you, you do know about some other stuff. What, what, what but is, if I uh, learned, what do, what I, do you will, do? I will say this, if I learned more about it, uh -huh. I could help you. I'm certain about that. Okay. I just need to know more about it. And we how need, it works. we need to destroy the number one podcast in town. Yes. We, we which would be, but I like them, which would be the, these guys, the, the boys from Tom and Dan, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. the gentlemen, <laughs> the gentlemen from Tom and Dan. <laughs> No, yes. I, I, they, they deserve it. Uh, what, 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 what do you do? What, what is that? Well, uh, so I started the company uh, coming off of a seven-year run, uh, managing a celebrity chef. Many of uh, uh, of my friends know this already. Um, and we also had a personal relationship 
And, you know, that was great, but at some point it ran its course and we needed to end that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We lasted about two more years as business partners. Oh, goodness. Because uh, I, I, yeah. I kind of knew that. Mm-hmm. And she seems charming. And I think oh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he's he, great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but then as other people came into the, the picture, things got complicated. Yeah and, yeah. and so it just came to that point where we needed to kind of wrap things up. And okay. so um, I was really into what I was doing with her, which ran the gamut from kind of day-to-day management, helping her stay organized to negotiating contracts to handling uh, social media marketing, branding, um, and even media production, photography, videography, all of these things uh, that I kind of taught myself along the way. I was, but next thing I was going to say, did you go to school for that? Or is there, you just, you've been you know, in, I don't that, know. I, I in just, that world. Yeah. And I just, uh, you know, I have, I have this kind of this uh, mindset that look, uh, and for really, it was financially, uh, it was for financial reasons. We uh, had needs uh, as her brand and our company grew to do other things. And it was either pay somebody to do it, yeah, in yeah. which case we wouldn't make any money. Yeah. It would cost us money. Or, and I felt confident that I would, could just teach myself how to do it. And Good so, for I, you. so I continued to do these things. And so now, this personal talent media is my effort to basically continue uh, the same lifestyle and uh, the type of work that I was doing with her now with other talent. Okay. You know, and so um, I'm kind of brokering talent, if you will. I'm not okay. really doing any personal management. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm connecting uh, culinary talent specifically. That's kind of my specialty uh, based on my network, you know, working yeah. with Emily. And we, um, <clears throat> so basically I'm using my network, my experience to grow this this new company, you know, around other talent, but brokering deals, connecting events and brands that are looking for culinary talent for yeah. endorsements or for social media, uh, you know, engagement and, you know, influencers. And so I'm connecting them to the culinary people, personalities that I know in my network. Yeah. It, it, from what little I know about it, apparently you do it very well. well thanks, Cause yeah. I, I, I feel like, the, the 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 first you said her name uh i don't know if you want to cut that out or anything <laughs> yeah yeah, no, yeah i i know that she's reached a very big level of success and i think a good chunk when I mean, she seems charming and yeah, probably knows great. how to cook but but it's also got something to do with you thank you uh yeah i agree and um yeah we were great together um, yeah, yeah. And so we weren't and, yeah um yeah, but that happens yeah. though and and good for you guys for being like adult enough to know that hey now's the time let's walk away and we don't have to burn bridges we can be cool and i mean orlando it's a big city but it's a small city and you probably run into each other from time to time at yeah, this point yeah. yeah i'm hoping to get back to you know working with her yeah in some capacity at some yeah. point because i need her in my roster really. yeah life yeah. is too short to to make enemies you know, agreed. absolutely. Totally agreed. And especially if, unless some, somebody's done something horrible to you, you know, and she doesn't seem like she's got that in her and, and you don't seem like that. So, you know, yeah, people, people move apart. It, it, it's, it's going to happen. Ideas change, feelings change, people move apart and also people grow. Yeah. You know, and sometimes they grow in different directions and what you're, you're doing is absolutely necessary. Obviously, I mean, obviously I was joking. I, my podcast doesn't need any kind of management at all. I can, I can do that. Uh, um, <laughs> you can, yeah. but I, I can see where, uh, I have a friend who's a tour manager for a, a, a fairly big artist. Like she can sell out house of blues and stuff like that. And he, his job is basically, he goes into a town and has the connections. Nice. He, he knows, one of the stories he told was that they were like in Berlin and all the equipment except for her violin uh, 
was in a bus, a bus accident. Oh. oh. A- and he was able to pull off the show that night because of the connections he had in town. That's great. Yeah, and that was a lot of work. I, I'm, I'm certain because I'm a musician as well. Yeah, yeah you know, but, but it was it's to have someone in your corner like yourself who has connections and knows the way around a, a tricky situation, it, it's got to be invaluable. Yeah. You got a website? What, how, how can it get a hold of you? It's personal TMG, as in Talent Media Group, personaltmg.com. There'll be links in the show notes. Uh, you yeah. are a musician. Uh, I You've played with a dozen bands. You know what I haven't done in a while, and you probably haven't done in a while either? Uh, gone to MySpace. And I went to your MySpace this afternoon. No way. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 a ghost town in there. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. boards up on your profile. The doors left open. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, but uh, one of the things I found was Blue Eyes. I think I've seen yes, you play. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was one you of your know, bands. Yeah, I know you've been with like a million bands. Yeah, that's one of the. Yeah, Blue Eyes is kind of the band that for me was art, my artistic kind of like the my best work I'd ever done. You know, as an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was also my kind of my last attempt at maybe being an artist. Yeah. Um, and then I kind of segued, you know, bands are complicated. They're like having um, three or four wives you know. <laughs> and kids yeah, and, <laughs> and, and mothers yeah, at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it can get really difficult and, um, and frustrating. And um, so what I decided to do was like, you know, I'm going to join somebody else's band. That's smart. You know, and yeah, and I've kind of been doing that for uh, since then, for the last twenty years. And I so I hop in these bands, and you know, and I, and I play, and I find a way to be creative and, and and kind of influence the band. I feel I like to think that I've made every band I've ever joined even better. Good for you. Um, well, you play guitar. What else you play? <clears throat> well, you know, up until this year, it was just that. Really, you picked up an instrument this year. I did. I started playing drums, and I friggin' love it. Really? You got you got a kit? I do. Yeah. Wow. Somebody gifted me a kit. That's and, insane. Um, and I was happy to take it because I've wanted to play drums. Yeah. Uh, I always said if I don't if I didn't play guitar, I'd play drums. Yeah. And so uh, you know, it, I I probably should have been a drummer because it's got to be satisfying just hitting shit. Oh, God, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, but it's coming so natural. Good. Like guitar. I've well, rhythm's in you. My ass off. Rhythm's not in me. Rhythm's in you. It, it, because I mean, you're a musician. You've been doing it. How, how old were you when yeah. we started playing? Um, uh, I was 13. Okay, yeah. so it, it's it's second nature to you. you. And you bring everything you learned from one instrument to the other. Yeah, you know, even though you know, um, and drums is you know, it's there's one less consideration. You don't have to be so in tune as you do with the. Well, also, I mean, you know? you you're, <laughs> you're the heart of the band. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Drummers are. Yeah, absolutely. They're crazy integral, people. Is what yeah. they are. Yeah, they, they. I've I've known some drummers, and they are the most complicated, insane people. <laughs> that, uh, so, but what else? Who else you played with? I mean, I know you played with some bands, and I know you've toured, and I know I've seen pictures of you on some very impressive stages. Well, thanks. Um, and also, I saw a video of you playing Mississippi Queen with your shirt off. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, that's there. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost posted it because I have this whole idea. Like, if it's out in the internet, it's kind of free game. <laughs> but no, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. feel good in your shirt off. I w- yeah, yeah. yeah, I was recently. Got was pointy nipples. Yeah, yeah. Was that th- was that this year? <laughs> yeah. Wow, what made you do that? I mean, um, you're in good shape. You're you're a handsome fellow. Thank you, thank you. Um, 
Was it hot? <laughs> or, or did you just go, you know what would really make this rock? I just hadn't gotten a shirt on yet. That okay. Day. And and I was just like, damn, this sounds good. I was yeah. just like, this sounds good. It sounded good. great. And, and you had like 70 people comment and no one shit on it like I am right now. I <laughs> know. That was fun. That was good. That was good. I'm just jealous. Fun. I'm just jealous of your guitar skills oh, and, and yeah. your, your beautiful chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Wait, what was the question again? I don't know. I I, I just thought it was funny that you. I I oh other bands. Yeah, yeah. What other bands have you been in? So let me. I'll give you some highlights. Um, interestingly enough, uh, one of the shittiest bands I was ever in <laughs> <laughs> has uh, it was a band called Declared Ungovernable, and this is a punk band, punk slash hardcore. Which okay, had a different meaning in the eighties when I was first starting. Basically, my first real band, and we made a pretty good mark on this on this town. Um, and uh in that punk scene mm -hmm. and uh and and then uh and then i left the band i, I decided i was going to get you know serious and okay. quotes you know and 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 i was really falling in love with rock and roll and my buddies were like giving me a hard time for listening to rush and van halen and stuff but i was like oh my god but it's rush and van halen exactly right yeah, and, yeah. And, but you know but you were you know you weren't allowed to listen to that kind of stuff no, back in the, that punk scene type thing it was yeah. like commercial rock you know? yeah um but I was falling in love with it. And so I, I, just, I decided I had outgrown this That's thing. the most punk rock thing right there. You did the punk rock thing. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I did. And, I've all, yeah and this whole reason I had to get out of that, that whole scene in the first place, I just kind of uh, continued to evolve. And some of the people that were there maybe really weren't evolving at the same rate. So you move, you move on and that happens throughout your life, really. Um, but interestingly, this band, here we are like 30 years later. Uh-huh has turned into my legacy band. I mean, I have, uh, it's crazy. I'm known for this band from when I was a teenager that I was always like, and so um, much to, because of the encouragement of the singer at the time, uh, Chris Garbage. Okay, of course. Uh, <laughs> what, a, what a great punk rock Yeah, name. We've been friends our whole life. Um, friends and, with Garbage. And yeah. we were invited to do a tribute show to, uh, <clears throat> For Dave Gage, who was another local punk uh, musician uh, who passed away about five or six years ago, and uh, his wife Janine had uh, organized a tribute and asked us to play, and so we reunited uh -huh. um, for a one-off show. We did, yeah, but that turned into now we've probably done five or seven, <laughs> yeah, and so it's it, that's been great. Original members, mm -hmm. no, just Chris and I, and okay. we put together another rhythm section because the other guys are out of town now. And yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that happened. Um, and then after that, I, I uh, like I said, I got serious. I moved to Los Angeles. I went to music school, oh. and I uh, ultimately came, ended up coming back to Orlando to start, you know, my band that I was going to take over the world with. Of okay, course, you know, um, because that's I was, you know, that's where yeah, I was at. That's good for I you. Was, yeah. You you had your eye on on a prize. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and so I started you know, forming bands, and I ran through, uh, you know, bands kind of come and go, and so I was, you know, spent a few years playing in, in Orlando, and then um, got an opportunity to join a band that was on the verge of getting signed. Okay. Which was incredibly uh, exciting at the time. And um, basically the goal, you know? Yeah, yeah. That was the goal, basically. Make money doing and was, something you know, that you love. But it was, it was, and this is on the tail end of Blue Eyes, which, okay. was, which we kind of already talked about, um, where, like I said, artistically it was so satisfying, but I just felt like, I wanted to do more. Did Blue Eyes have a cello player in it, if I yes, remember correctly? Cello okay, yeah, I've seen you play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a great band. And, yeah. I, and we have a re we did a record, and the record's fantastic. I'm proud of it. I still listen to it. I tried to listen to it on MySpace, but it, it MySpace is broken. I okay, well, it's on Spotify. Okay, then it. I'll, I'll yeah. look it up. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, interesting antidote, or 
Antidote. That's not the right word. I don't know. I'm yeah. <laughs> or maybe it is. Yeah. Um, I'm doing a, there's a Cars tribute coming up. Oh, yeah. Uh, at, at Will's next month, the night before Thanksgiving. This will come out before then. So we'll. Uh, okay. Yeah. But um, uh, Dave Minshew and I, who was a singer. I, I, I love Dave. I've been begging Dave to come on this podcast since the. He very should beginning. come. He should absolutely come. If on. you're listening to Dave, it, it's not so bad. Yeah. I think. yeah especially now. I kind of know what I'm doing for the most part. <laughs> at the very beginning, I'm glad he didn't come in because he's an intense cat. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Dave's amazing. Um, and so he's going to be singing, and uh, we, uh, we put a band together, and we're going to do four or five car songs. That's great. Great. Yeah. It's the night before Thanksgiving, you said? Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll definitely put uh, some links in there. That, that's... No, yeah, no. I mean, even if you don't, I'm, I'm inviting you. No, yeah. I, 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 it's, uh, I, I don't. I'm, I have a love-hate relationship with Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't particularly like any of the Thanksgiving food. <laughs> so I, I'm like that. I, I'm indifferent about that. And normally it's just kind of annoying family time. And I love my family. It's been a long time. since I actually spent Thanksgiving with my family. So that that's kind of, I'm getting a little more where I, I don't hate Thanksgiving and I love my family. I just don't like being around them that for that long amount of time. And also my, my instinct for Thanksgiving is just to drink like a whole bunch of beer and wine. And then you eat a shit ton of turkey and pass out. Right. And you're not supposed to do that at family gatherings because apparently they want to talk to you. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we'll be staying in town for Thanksgiving. So the night before, that's very cool. And the last thing that I know about you, and I was saying earlier, like uh, cool people in town, I don't, I don't know if this is an international thing, but cool people in town tend to not share anything. They don't overshare on Facebook or Instagram or, or your MySpace. Why aren't you on MySpace anymore? It would have made my life much easier. I spent a lot of time on MySpace. I mean, I checked it out. It, it moves. It moves horizontally now. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I. I. just was looking at pretty pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you uh, hung out with at least Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley recently on a giant. Uh, uh, um, uh, what do you call that thing? Goes in a circle. Um, goes like no, that. no, no, no. Well, I, didn't, I oh, didn't. Were you not near them? No, that was. Um, what was that? Oh, you got, I ripped off. You, you, you stole a picture off the internet. Probably so. No, no, yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah, the um, eye, the eye, Orlando. Yeah, yeah thing. they were there. Yeah, and I was like, what is it? What did I say? Like these guys? Or yeah, and their like spaceship that. behind them. So you oh, didn't yeah. hang out with Gene oh, Simmons yeah, or Paul Stanley at all? No, I didn't. No. Oh, but you've seen Kiss. But I've. Oh yeah, I've seen. Okay, Kiss. see, I had a backup fact. Yeah, 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 and um, yeah, yeah. Kiss was. Uh, Kiss was a band that. Like I, I, uh, I was a little bit young for in the seventies. It was all like, it was the kids that were like a year or two older. Yeah. And they were always were like, like weird, scary kids who really thought it had something to do with Satan. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Kiss was so big. They were you a know, pop were, band. They were like ginormous. They yeah. were so big. And, um, and I just wasn't quite there yet with where I was with music and stuff. And yeah, like, but I, I was uh, enamored by the, by the, the spectacle. The spe- yeah. I was like, Oh my God, because uh, yeah. But so you, you've seen Kiss in the last couple of years? Yeah, I think probably about five years ago. Any good? They were great. I mean, I don't know how it could be really bad. I mean, there's just like hit after hit I, after I was, hit after I was, hit. Um, all right, so here's how it happened. I, you know, I, was, I wasn't, I haven't been a big fan, but yeah, I, well, I, I, mean, I, I thought they were cool, but I, did, I wasn't going to go see them until my friend Wheeler uh, randomly calls me up. And, uh, and he's like, hey, Kristen, his wife, is uh, online, and there were like some tickets for eight bucks on this stub hub that or makes one of these me sad and happy all at the same time <clears throat> right like do you guys want to go see kiss tonight for eight bucks absolutely and i and i was like hey and this is when i was with emily and i was like emily you want to go see kiss tonight for eight bucks and she's and she's like yeah and so um he's like all right cool um let's get we'll get the tickets and call you back in a minute so then like three minutes pass and the, the phone rings and wheeler's like dude just when kristen was about to click 
to accept the tickets, they dropped them down to four bucks. <laughs> we just got four tickets to kiss for 16 bucks. I'm like, what? That's insane. And it ended up being like, they blew our faces off and I'm yeah. not joking. And they, and I've seen thousands of concerts. Yeah. yeah. I, I like to think uh, that one of the things that I ha have uh, is an incredible encyclopedia of like stage antics. Yeah. Moves, banter. Things that engage the crowd. And I've even seen many that have ha haven't worked so well, crash, and so crash, all and of fail. these things I've cataloged in my, you know, my my experience, and Kiss, uh, you know, in their sixties at the time, uh, and uh, having been uh, done so many things, thousands and thousands, yeah, and, 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 and thousands. including all the things they're famous for, like yeah. the Gene with his blood, fire, and breathing fire, yeah, and and Ace Frehley, who's not really Ace Frehley, but. Uh, Tommy, is it, Tommy is Thayer, who's not actually, Ace Freely anymore. No, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Tommy Thayer does an incredible job being Ace. They have Freely. an Ace yeah. Freely impersonator. They do, and it's better for everybody. Yeah, I, I guess because I mean he wasn't a very well man like recently. I but it makes me sad that they're passing. Is that general knowledge no, in no, the Kiss he, world? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Ace Freely got fired from Kiss like thirty years ago. Like yeah, but there have been several other players since him. But. Didn't they? They brought them back briefly when they put their makeup back on and did a big hoopla. Yeah, that tour. was like eighties. It, it was probably the nineties or something. 90, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember when they became unmasked. That was a big news when I was. That in high was school. in the eighties, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. That that was uh, probably my junior or sophomore year when Kiss became unmasked. Yeah, uh, which is cool. And then they became kind of. It was then it became cool to put their makeup back on. You I kind of <laughs> like unmasked Kiss also. Yeah, <laughs> that was like a definite era. That was the Kisco era. Kind of. I mean, yeah. well, they also did a, I Was Made for Loving You, like in 1970, yeah. which is a disco song. Right. That, that's all it is. It it's was, that's, That was it's, the Kisco. It's a, yeah. a glossed up <laughs> disco song. I don't know even at four bucks a piece if I'd go see Kiss. It, yeah, worth I, every penny. I, I know all, all four bucks Kiss, worth four <laughs> bucks. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I I'm... Like if it was four bucks and it was just like a kiss and Dee Dee and I and maybe you want to come along and like some, but but I don't want to be with I don't it's it's the reason I don't go see Jimmy Buffett I don't hate Jimmy Buffett's music I hate Jimmy Buffett's fans right uh <laughs> yeah and it's, it's, I don't think there's a lot of them listening and if if they are and they're mad at that then they don't have to listen yeah. I I uh. And I don't want to be with Kiss fans in a huge room. I don't want to be with grown-up men in their sixties, other than Kiss, wearing makeup. Right, were there right. were those people at the audience? Well, were there? I think that yeah, there were, and that was actually fun because there's like like um it's a, like a clown. There convention. was actually a lot of kids there dressed up. I'm okay um, with that, but we were in the section that was kind of empty. Like that was uh, the four dollar section was empty hmm. at the Kiss show. Well, these tickets like they couldn't sell them, so okay. they just started throwing them out there. Um, but really to, just give them to homeless people to get back to what I was saying. They, they, they threw some stuff out that I'd never seen anybody do before. And I just thought that was incredible. Yeah. You know? And so I was like, so they instantly had my respect because I, I, I felt, I feel like I've seen it all, but, but they're yeah. the ones who really put the show in show. I mean, the, they had the, the, the raising drum set and Gene Simmons spitting fire and the blood and the, uh, Paul Stanley doing ah, that, that thing. <laughs> And uh, I, I, 
uh, Peter Chris, and then they they got uh, the, the Eric Carr. He was a drummer for a little while. I know some Kiss yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's the only other <laughs> Kiss thing I know. And that guy died. Which and P- was and Peter sick. Chris, Peter Chris is not in the band either. No. Peter Chris isn't because I no, know there was a there was a years ago too. There was a fake Peter Chris the touring stick. for a little while. That's what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. He does Peter Chris great. He stands up on his drum set, sticks his sticks in his pants like Peter used to do. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. You know, <sighs> does he sing Beth? Can you nail Beth? Um, on the tour that I saw, it was it was actually dubbed the new ballad tour oh, so but they only that. have like one ballad though don't they is there another ballad There's probably a couple of them out there yeah because they were yeah. the first ones who really did a ballad also like, like you mean that was like a like a, like heavy, a heavy rock band yeah made to sell you know a home sweet home motley crew did a ballad yeah. because they they were probably at the point where they were like well we've done everything we can now we need to become commercial Right, right. You know, and Tommy Lee's playing dun 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 dun, dun, dun on, on the keyboard. Which was a, that was a fun twist to it see was, Tommy Lee playing the keyboard. But it yeah. was also brilliant. I'm I don't have problems with bands selling out of that level. I just don't need to see them anymore. Right, right. right. I guess I I don't know if I'm a snob or I mean I don't I'm, I don't pl- I don't play music so I can't. Uh, to right. me, I shouldn't be passing judgment on people who can, but right. I still do anyway. I think there was some of that when I walked in to see Kiss. But I tell <laughs> for you, for $4. Yeah, I'll tell you though, when I walked out though, I was like, damn, okay. That's why, that's why these guys. The hottest are, band in the world. That's right. Yeah. Sure. You, yeah, you asked for it, you got it. <laughs> sure, for $4. You paid $4. You, you got to see the hottest band in the world. Without thinking about it, everybody overthinks this. Top three bands, singers, songwriters, or music performers in your world right now as you sit there, go. Um, I like uh, Dallas Green from City and City and Color. Okay, uh, I, I know Canadian, that name. Canadian yeah. artist. Uh, he was in another band. I've forgotten the name. I didn't. I don't. I've, I don't. I've never even heard his other band that he was in. This is his solo stuff. He's gotten a bit. Uh, he's. Um, but his first few albums are outstanding. Okay, great, that's one. Great I like lyricist, it. Yeah. Um, I always loved uh, Roger Waters. Um, that's you know when you said yeah, yeah, right, yeah. you said right now, but yeah, that's no, what that, came, that's that's, that's fine. There were yeah. no wrong answers. Everybody overthinks this. And one more, um, was it bands, singer songwriters, performers? <laughs> like there, any, any genre? Like I, that's so I never know what to call. Like so a, many good ones. Like that's an always, MC. I don't know what to call it. Like a hip hop yeah. MC. So any genre, <laughs> so, bands, um, somebody who makes music. Um, let's see. I'm, uh, you know, I really liked Soundgarden and Chris Cornell. Okay, I could yeah. never get behind Soundgarden. I don't mm. know why. You know who I liked at that point? Alice in Chains. Yeah, I liked them as well. Yeah, yeah no, I, and I, I don't know why Chris Cornell was just too beautiful. Beautiful. Is he? Yeah. He's alive, right? No, no. no. He, Chris Cornell isn't alive. No, he died. Oh, that um, makes me sad. Three years ago. Yeah, no, it made. Yeah, it was the of all the rock stars that have passed. Um, we didn't me, expect it. He, that cr- I cried. Yeah, he did. I cried. I really cried hard. He seemed like he had his shit together. Like I know. That Stone Temple Pilots dude, like he, you oh, know, no, and yeah. the Allison Change guy, that yeah, wasn't it, unexpected. Didn't know that. We figured Chris had made it past any uh, threat at this point. You know? I liked uh, Temple the Dog. He had something <clears throat> to do with that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like the traveling Wilburys of grunge. Uh, yeah, it was an all-star type situation, but under diff- completely different. It was like of- that was early on before they became like a thing, right? Am I um, wrong on this? Don't know. No, not a whole quite. Lot. All right, it's well. So what it was was, uh, I mean, Soundgarden already established. Okay. Um, Mother Love Bone was a band that a Seattle band that got a record deal, and uh, lead singer was Andrew Wood. Okay. Um, but before the record could be released, or shortly after, he died. Right. He overdosed. Okay. And so you know, like just like our oh, our yeah. community is really tight knit. Our musician community is uh, incredibly close, and um, so. 
they, you know, everybody was affected. Yeah. Everybody's bummed out about it. And, you know, they were like, they had just finished their record and everything. Um, Temple of the Dog was kind of a tribute to Andrew from uh, several people in the scene, inc- nice. including Chris Cornell and a couple guys from what was about to become Pearl Jam. Okay. But they were already pretty established yeah. in their band Green River, I think. And Weren't they like Mugi Blaylock or something also at some point? Don't That's right. Yeah, they're yeah, named yeah, after yeah, a basketball yeah. player. Yeah, yeah. I do know some shit. Look at me. I know about the grunge world. <laughs> I, 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 when I die next year, <laughs> I, 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 I just assume. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying I want to die, but I wonder if a bunch of guys get together and build an all-star podcast locally. Yeah. I, I hope, I hope not. Hope. That, that's, hope. that sounds horrible. Yeah. Yeah. That just sounds like really a terrible thing. Wait, wait, which reminds me, I just yeah. want to, I just want to thank you for, uh, re, or I don't know that I still have cool kid status. And you got cool kid status. Ta- dude. You know, you point. do. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, you know, you do. You have a strut. You, uh, I got a strut. <laughs> well, but it's okay. What are the underlining themes of this podcast? It's okay to know you're awesome. Mm. Just don't be a dick about it. Okay. And and uh, you're not a dick about being awesome. You've been consistently you. You've been kind of a rock star as long. I mean, like I said, I've, we've talked, we've hung out, never like a whole bunch, but you've always been someone who I was like, that guy's cool. You know, I, I don't know what he does, but he seems, seems kind of cool. Why is that guy so freaking cool? Yeah, you've got good hair. You dress cool. Thanks, man. You know, yeah, yeah that, that's mutual so, respect. I, I don't here, see. I, I only feel cool. Like I, I used to feel cool, and then I felt really uncool. But then I didn't care because I married a cool person, so I, <laughs> I got cool points from her. And it's only lately that I've been feeling cool again. Nice. So, so I make this rule about being okay about being cool, so I can just be an asshole, basically. <laughs> Just, just kind of point out how cool I am. I, I don't know. No, uh, thing number two, uh, what's one thing that you endorse that the world needs to know about? Wow. Um, I have a specific <clears throat> brand of toothbrush that is amazing. Got a really big head on it. And uh, the handle's made all, all out of recycled stuff. And it's got great bristles. It's called Radius. Nice. They're, they're like $14, but worth every penny. Something like that. Okay, well, um, not this isn't a product, but it's, it's, some, just a thing. it's something that yeah, um, yeah. I, I I endorse composting. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I got a, I got I got the thing the mayor gave me. That's right, but you don't use it, do you? <laughs> I started to, but then it got hard. I think at one point there was a, a Facebook memory that uh, I I'd said, um, God, well, it wasn't Twinkies because we don't eat, but it was something like that. Can I compost this? Right, and I asked Siri, can I compost this thing that? And, and Siri was like, I don't know, man. Like that's just that's just dumb. I think you can. I think you can. You can compost a Twinkie. Yes. Okay, I, we yeah. we don't eat Twinkies, but it was yeah. it was something that randomly we had in the house that we we probably were like we should get rid of this, and I didn't know if I should throw it away or put it in the composter. Right. Um, Who so, knows if it will actually degrade though? <laughs> yeah. It's, if I, I I don't know. Like basically, what I there there's. Some serious compost, and then on top of it is like half a Christmas tree and, and like <laughs> lettuce and stuff like that. Occasionally, right. I'll throw something in there. And when Dee Dee kills like a plant here in the house, which it is all the time, right. I take whatever's left and put it in the <laughs> compost thing. Yeah. So something's in there. Usually something's <clears throat> growing, which I don't think that's, it's, that's not supposed to happen, right? Um. For me, what happens is when I use the when I use the compost. Okay, you pull out the bottom. Yeah, which is it's a bit challenging. I I wish it was more consistent. You kind of have to fish for the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's that's life, though. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'll get. uh, I'll what I'll have is like some unexpected 
new arrivals when you know in the pot that I put it in. Yeah, uh, yeah. in the form of like a tomato plant or squash. That's nice. Like yeah, a like, bonus oh. bonus tomato plant. Yeah, like hey, I've got a tomato plant. Yeah, <laughs> that that's uh, I I got the thing. I think I got the thing. That's the hard part. Like the city gave everybody compost things a while ago. Right. Right. And I just like too lazy to move it. It's not being well, uh, very well received, and uh, for some reason I'm just able to stick with it. But uh, I, I really wish the the output was was more. I There's still... like a website probably I, I should look that up because yeah. I like the idea. But it's also hard for me to leave the kitchen to go outside for things when I can just right. throw them away. Well, you what you do is yeah. you create you get like I have like a Tupperware. Oh, room. you got a separate thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, under that... the sink. And when I know I'm going to cut vegetables or something, I just pull it out. You know, pull the lid. Are off. you like a vegetarian or something? I'm what I'm, I think what they call me is a flexitarian. Okay, so you don't eat much. I don't buy meat. I yeah. don't have any in the house. I don't typically order it out, but occasionally, like for instance, good example, my dad, it's Italian family. Oh yeah, we were in Orlando Meats, and I said you should get the burger, and you were like, "Look, gave me, gave me the stick on." <laughs> I was like, I, <laughs> "You should have got the I burger, am, dude." Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna get that burger one day because yeah. I've heard so much about it, and occasionally, once or twice a year, I eat a hamburger. Yeah, yeah. well, it, it's um, as far as cows who lived a great life and uh, got to end their life on a perfect note, Orlando Meats hamburger or anything there. Yeah, but everything yeah. I've ever had there is good. Um, but uh, yeah, I've always been flexible with it because my father uh, makes a, a great tomato sauce that's got ground meat in it. Oh, uh, dad's gonna... still alive? Uh, yeah, he is. Mom um, around? She is, yes. Are they uh, together? Are they... they got divorced. Uh, but anyway, his sauce. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ground, no, we don't have to meat. talk about that. Yeah, yeah so I'm like, I'm like, I'm not going like, nice. to not have yeah. my dad's Italian sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they, uh, they're, uh, well, they got divorced when I was six. That's a whole other conversation. It's amazing to me. But they're still That's cool. friends. And, and in fact, I just had uh, breakfast at my father's house and my stepmom. That's with, nice. And they had my mom over as well. That's really cool. And and this is kind of how it's been my whole life. They've always included each other uh, uh, because one, they're friends, and two, uh, for the for my benef- benefit. Is it just you, yeah. or you got brothers and sisters? Just me. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. You know, do you ever tell them, you know, hey, I'm like an adult. Do you guys, if you don't like each other and this has all been an act, you can stop now? I think they genuinely like each other, but you know that re- that makes me realize I need to thank them one day for for keeping that. Going, I, I'm, going for me, yeah. I'm a big, like, like if somebody's affected your life and done something positive for you of going back and saying, thank you, like, especially after a long period of time, because obviously that, that did something for you. You're bringing it up right now. <clears throat> sure. and, and, you know, and, and they, we were talking about the bands, people split apart, people move apart, people, you know, and you were a little kid when it happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, interestingly, and it could have gone horrible. You I mean, you could have got a chip on your shoulder. You, you, know, yeah. you just could have been a dick, but you seem fairly well adjusted. I, well, the interesting twist or what's not so common that happened was that my, I ended up staying with my father. Well, that's weird. Especially yeah. like back, this is the eighties, early eighties, seventies. Yeah. 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 Late I guess the ladies. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I mean, six, so 69. So I was seven. Yeah. I mean, I was six. And so that, that was 19, absolutely didn't 1975. Yeah. 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 Um, in town here, you grew up in town, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but my dad did a great job and my mom was always around. I would just see her on the weekends and, you know, and, and, cool. and I had a lot of, um, I had a lot of grandparent in, yeah, I had a lot of love and affection for my grandparents, my my father's uh, parents, who were also living in Winter Park, and so I um it, I, I I got love and, and affection, um, but there probably are some things that are wired into my psyche that perhaps we all got that shit. Though, my dude. mom, my mom leaving at that point in my life, um, 
it was it was quite a yeah i mean you know when you're six the no that you, you don't idea, understand yeah. yeah well the whole idea that your mom and dad not you don't it never occurs that everybody else is mom and dad are, are functional and doing okay and but you, so you just don't even have that yeah. yeah you would never imagine that you that that would even be a possibility you're like you know so it was quite Sideswipe for sure. Yeah. Never saw it coming. I don't. I never remember them arguing or anything like that. It's such a foreign concept. I, I, my mom and dad always like always. I'm, I'm just bragging now. My no, mom no. and dad are better than your mom and dad. No, no, no. no it, it, it's just, it's just such a foreign concept to me. And I would say the bulk of the people who have sat down on the couch where you're sitting, because I usually like if it comes up, I'll see your mom and dad around. They, they together because I'm just, I'm generally curious. Yeah, yeah. About how it, it, it affects people, and most of the people who come through here aren't slackers. And uh, I, I'd say a good a good chunk more than half of their their parents are are separated. Right. It's it's uh, I don't know, man. Like like sometimes people aren't supposed to be together. No, yeah, and you know, yeah. and it can be really just bad, and uh, you know, when when people do stay together. Um, yeah, they obviously you know, did something right. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> I yeah. So it, you know, I think it's better than them having stayed together just for me. Yeah. And being unhappy. Because they were just miserable. And that, yeah. I mean, like I said, you, you seem well adjusted, even though you just made it something that's deep and dark and messed up inside. No, I don't know. You know, it's something just yeah. uh, recently I kind of became more aware of, or I'm, I'm starting to maybe question, maybe there is something to that. And somebody, somebody kind of, you know, brought it up once. Yeah. Said, you know, I think maybe you've got abandonment issues. Do you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your daddy now, buddy. I'll, I'll take care of you. I'm daddy. No, your daddy seems fine. Don't, don't let me be daddy. Uh, last one of the dumb stuff. Uh, what's one tip that you can give me, Peter, for making my life better? Because to me, this podcast is a, a journey uh, of, of discovery and uh, uh, life tips. Life tips from smart people. What's one thing that, that you sh can tell me to make my life better? enrich my enrich me besides compost because i ain't doing that it sounds hard well i think you should um question everything okay while also being open to everything i like it yeah i mean yeah. you know be open to everything but but not without question yeah yeah you know um something new comes along that maybe you're not comfortable with challenge yourself to understand it i'm trying that's what the podcast is about yeah and 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 be open to it but certainly don't just accept it because you know come to terms with it understand it and then find something some commonality that will allow you to actually like it genuinely i'm gonna go to a kiss concert if it's less than four there hours. you go all right we wrap it right up uh -huh. okay that's what i do <laughs> podcasting boom you were assigned a task to come at me with three questions <laughs> now is your chance for you to ask the first and only the first of those three questions, young man, and thank you. Well, you wrote them down, I, old school. I, nice. I, yeah, I actually typed them out and printed them. <laughs> nice. Well, I Just wanted in case. to. Um, I wanted to uh, know that I had them, so I I I, I made a task. By the way, I gotta say, you got the best glasses in Central Florida. They don't do so well with headphones, so let's see. Maybe I can like hold on. I um. All right. There we I go. can see there you coming go. from a mile away. You're known <laughs> for your glasses, right? They uh they've been good. I I you know I was blessed with great eyesight for 40 years and, and then, then it started going up oh dude and I we and are screamed and we are like, in the same world yeah i didn't i was like i, I can't i literally can't see you now <laughs> and um so i finally was like you know i can't i can't work i can't do so many things i need to see yeah i guess i gotta get glasses so i finally bit the bullet got the glasses and i was immediately disappointed i was like this is 
a really poor substitute for perfect eyesight. <laughs> It's better. You can drive. Not even close. You can drive. You can see a movie. Not even close. You I mean, I was like, I was thinking yeah. for some reason, I was thinking that I was just going to be. You can't see in the future right with them, to, dude. Right back it, to it, the normal. No. Like, 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 but no, you have to literally like aim your head to see things, you know, as I'm doing now. That's why my voice is getting. But um, yeah, whereas before you could just like, you know, move your eye. But now I have to move my whole head and aim. <laughs> I don't know. You get used to it. I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm used to it now. But yeah. That, yeah. Um, so Peter. Yes, sir. As a kid, you likely formed a perception of what being an adult was like. Uh-huh. I mean, we all kind of... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, you know, you just... Uh, anyway, so what disappointments did you have when you had finally arrived? How was being an adult in some ways, you know, disappointing? I, um, I have this theory about my life and where I am in my station in life, and... I, I don't know where I, I, I came up with the idea about it, but I call it the summer camp theory where I feel like I've gone to summer camp sometimes and I do these adult things where I take care of myself and, you know, I, I pay my bills on time and my power doesn't get turned off or I shop or, you know, I, I eat correct. And yeah, I don't drink every night. And then, <laughs> but, but I always feel like I'm ready to go home to where I can just be a kid again. Nice. Yeah, me too. You know, and it's only lately that the, the spans of me being an adult and wanting to go home are longer and longer away from part of each other. And I don't even really know where home is anymore, which I think home is here. So I think that's, that's the adult part. I, growing up, I, I always kind of struggled. I don't want to be an adult. I, I, I want to be a kid. I, I had, I had the realization that that being a kid, you can get away with a lot of shit and right, you're allowed right. to be a dope and an idiot and make bad decisions. And you, you know, and you go, I'm a kid. I don't know any better. You know, I wasn't supposed to steal a fire truck. I'm just a kid. <laughs> and, um, it's only lately it lately, you know, I mean, I'm, we're adults, right. you know, we're old. <laughs> I, I got news for you, dude. You're old. <laughs> you're not old. I'm old. You got in two years. You'll be old. Uh, um, uh, it's only lately that I'm okay with being old. It, I'm getting it, there. Yeah, I'm getting there. because you're cool. Did you wait? Let me just ask. You, this is yeah. a total like, but have you forgot? Have you forgotten entirely what it's like to be a kid? No, I don't think so at all. I don't all. think I have either, but I do feel it slipping away. I I think I'm getting better. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, well, I, they I, say you revert back. <laughs> I, I, I've been saying it a lot because you are old <laughs> in the last couple years, especially like this last year, year, even physically, I've been working on being better, eating right and drinking less and exercising and mentally exercising. Uh, and I, I like this has been a renaissance these last six, eight, 10 months or so. And I, I feel great. Like I, I don't sleep, not in the, oh, I'm old. I, you know, I, I, I got to get up at 530. I don't sleep because I wake up and I'm like, I got to do this and I got to do that. And, and I'm excited and this thing's going to happen and that thing's going to happen. I, 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 I didn't think being an adult was going to be like that. I think the, the reason that I was afraid to become a, an adult was I didn't want to get a job I didn't like. I didn't want to be part of the grind. Right, right. And, and unfortunately for most people, that's part of life. Yeah. 
For 99.9% of the world, you go to a job you don't like, you go, you know, and I, I'm, I'm 100% blessed that I have a girl who goes, you know, you're not happy. Why don't you go try this thing? Yeah. And it's happened a couple times where I wasn't happy doing things. And, and she gives me a chance to jump back into being a, a kid again. Nice. That's and, great. And, yeah. and sometimes I feel guilty about it because mm, she doesn't necessarily yeah, yeah. love her job. Right, 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 right. She's got a great job. She she makes a lot of money. She helps people. You know, literally, she helps people. Right. She's in the medical field. She helps people. She makes people's lives better. Well, that's great. Uh, but I I I I'm fortunate in the sense that I get to reinvent myself every couple of years, and I think this is what I want to be when I grow up. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, but, but I, I think the question was what, what was the question? Well, were there things yeah. in, uh, that you imagined as a kid? I, I that, imagine that would be, uh, what adult life would be like. I imagine and then I, you were like, I, almost like, well, it was different than you thought, of course, but were there any disappointments? Like, well, well you know? I, I imagine I'd have to clock in someplace, you know, I'd have to be part of the grind. You know, I, I, I assumed I'd work in a coal mine at some point <laughs> here in Florida, <laughs> you know, because I, so you were probably, you're like, at this point, you're like, you know what? Damn, things turned out all right yeah I mean, you, you heard me saying i, I yeah. live in a three bedroom one bath house yeah. but this is a fucking castle to me yes uh i i in high school i, I was like i can't why try i can't afford to go to college and I'm, i you know i'm not smart enough to get a a, 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 diplo- right. a scholarship right so i i don't i'm not gonna try i you know if i if i pass i'm okay right you know i'll figure it out and eventually i'm gonna do something that i hate so I mean, as far as disappointments go, no, I'm, okay, well, I'm great, stoked, yeah. man. So you, the bar was kind of low at first. I You're set right. my bar really fucking low <laughs> because I just assumed that life was going to, you know, I, I had a gloomy. I, I see. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't that into the cure as a kid, but I kind of had that attitude that everything is gray. And, and, and it all goes downhill from there, which yeah. would then, of course, support your desire to not grow up at all. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to have fun and, and I'm going to burn that bridge as I get out of town. And I mean, I, as much as I can. I mean, if you follow me or follow my podcast, you also realize that I was a pretty good kid. Right. I went to church, Eagle Scout, great parents. Like there was no adversity in my life. Right, right. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I like everybody else. I had dogs die. Girls broke up with me. Yeah, but, yeah. but I also, in the midst of that, me trying to be gothic, dark kid. I, I also, I, I think I remember that actually. Yeah. I, I also knew that you know the sun's going to come up tomorrow. Right, right, right. You know, I might have to go work in a coal mine, but the sun's going to come up in tomorrow. I might as well have fun. Right. You know, I, I, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised. That's great. And a lot of it has to do with who I wound up with. Like I, oh yeah, you met Didi. She's cool. Yeah, 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 I don't know her well enough though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's just cool, and she hates it when I talk about her, but I can't help it. <laughs> she hates. It. <laughs> you know, That's like, awesome. I, and I'd like to think I, you know, I. I I bring something to her world too. You know, I make her life easier. She works and we, but we have fun. We have adventures. We travel, we eat, we drink, you know, we, we don't go dancing as much as I'd like, but I'm, I don't, when's the last time you danced? You strike me as someone who's okay to dance. You cut a rug at a wedding. Uh, I'm uh, Are you a bad dancer. No, 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 I don't cut a rug at a wedding. I'm, um, I, yeah, I, I, I need liquid courage to see uh, me too. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but, uh, I, I, every year I tell myself I'm going to dance more. You know, I, that is great 
that's a great way to think. I think um, even if it's is so liberating and just free. Even oh. if it's just here, even if it's in the house. Like if something comes on, I'll take and we're cooking. I'll take Dee Dee and kind of like twist her around and you know and do whatever it is. I mean, I don't I don't, I don't dance well. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't dance. But well. but I I'll I'll do silly little dances in the house. Even when I'm by myself, it's it, Rosie and I, and I'm feeding her. I'll do the feeding Rosie dance. Nice. <laughs> You know, so every year I tell myself I'm going to dance more. I think the, I'm marking my words right now. What is it? It's, it's sometime in October. No. Yeah. It, yeah. It's I, almost over, I think. Yeah. I know, right? Isn't yeah. that weird? What yeah. the hell happened to whatever year this is? 2019. <laughs> whatever happened to the 21st century? We're already fifth way through. Oh, uh, we were drunk. <laughs> um, question number one for you. Without speaking of this actually seems very topical. Without using numbers, how old are you? I'm in a nice place where I still have my parents um, and I have a pretty long history of, of living to fully appreciate them. Old. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy that. Yeah. Um, but, but while also um, realizing I'm not much, I'm not that far behind them feeling the physical strains on my body. You, you know? work out. You look like you had some arms. You, you, I, you, not really. I what I do is I ride a bike. Okay. Um, to burn calories. Yeah, yeah. And to keep it keep me feeling good up here. Yeah. You know, um, like a bike outside or a bike inside. No, no, outside. Oh, you're crazy. You get hit by a car in Orlando. Yeah, I need to be. I, I I try to be careful. I've been doing it. I used to go on rides with my grandfather. But, yeah. But it's a it's a whole different scene now. We've got, yeah. You know, hundred times more cars. You're not one of those critical mass kids, are you? Um, I like critical mass. I live in that neighborhood, so it's right there. Yeah, right. I do critical mass. Critical you mass. You see the look on my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> critical mass has gotten kind of reeled in. Um, okay, good. Yeah, good. some people have kind of like stepped up and said, "Stop being dicks." Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and 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 they're doing a good job with it. Stay um, in the right lane. Somebody has to go to the bathroom. Organizing it. I almost pooped my pants once because of critical mass. So <laughs> I, I'm very angry at those children. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So no, I love critical mass, but um, I like the idea. Yeah. It's um, it's getting, it's gotten better. It started to get a little ridiculous, and I was having a hard time feeling good about it. But I went just recently, I think last month, in fact, yeah, yeah. And you know, they've got the oh, it's the Halloween edition tomorrow. Okay. Of course, that's not going to be the case when this airs. Yeah, or, I'm not. But, I'm not taking part in this. Yeah, yeah, I still don't like it as so much that I. But it's ride it's with the them. best one because the weather's typically a little bit nicer. Yeah, it's nice and out. everybody dresses up. Yeah, you know. Or, How many children are there? Like a thousand? Like five hundred? Ch- wait, children? I don't know. The kids, the no, kids, the the the, <clears throat> the 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 people the, who the take guys part. that do the wheelies like the whole way. I, I love that. No, yeah, that just sounds dumb. <laughs> it sounds complicated. Um, I, I want a three wheeled bicycle. That's what I want. I want with a yeah. big basket in the back. Yeah, I, I want that. Right. Okay. Well, anyway, so critical mass. Yeah, but <laughs> you, you cool. cut me short on shitting on critical mass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I, I guess I'm just jealous of their youth. Mm-hmm. And I almost shit my pants one time because some dude on Korean up by red light, red light. Some dude was in the left hand lane on like a three story bicycle 
and he was not fucking. <laughs> and you were driving, up. and I, oh, I, yeah, so I had pissed, to poop yeah. so bad. Oh my god! And he was just in the left, and he shouldn't be there. He was clearly breaking the law, right. and making some sort of statement that I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They like to try to antagonize the cars and you know strength the numbers. It's a, yeah, it's, it's to be disrespectful to other people for any reason. I think it's just kind of a. If I poop my pants, I was going to throw it at him. I had, yeah. I had a plan. <laughs> so you you ride your bike like every day, or like as, um, often as, as much can? as I can? Yeah. yeah yeah. yeah yeah all right that's my main thing i'll do i might do some like like light weights you know to keep my arms toned but we not. look great <laughs> quest number two for you <laughs> we look great quest number two for you sometimes I just say dumb things and make myself giggle uh what kind of photos do you keep on your phone that are there just to make you happy uh i don't think i have any that are there just to make me really happy. that makes me sad you should <laughs> take a picture of me <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I just, I archive, uh, in, uh, my life, like all of us do these yeah, days, yeah. you know? And so, um, I just, something that I fancy, I document it, you know? Um, yeah. and so that makes me happy. So to, you delete to, things? Um, I'll delete things that are utilitary, yeah. you know, like, um, like the, like, here's the menu, uh, you know, uh, I need to send them a photo so they can tell me what to order them or something like that. Or, what, you know, it, like, or, uh. You know, I could have easily done this on my phone. I appreciate you typing it. And I would, and I could delete it after the show or whatever. Things like that, that I don't need just take up space. So I'm I'm a little anal when it comes to, you know, being in a a digital age. Like I feel bad deleting things. Like there's Mm -hmm. pictures of my, my, my dead dogs. That's oh no, no, yeah, you don't. Yeah, nothing sentimental. Just things that you'll never need again. Yeah, but but it's one of those things where I see them and like I'll forget they're there. I'll be scrolling back, you know, two hundred pictures, and I'll see this picture of Pez and Barney, and I'm like, oh, and it makes me happy, sad. Or pictures of like vacations where we went hiking in the woods or something. Those make me happy, sad. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh well, I I I mean things like that. I just they are what they are for me. Yeah. And so I'm just I'd rather. I think memories in general are sad or good um they are what they are and there's nothing you can do to change them so you just you, you you know i don't i don't hide things yeah and and i don't necessarily celebrate things uh memories um i don't repress things i i, I just take it all it's good. all it's all it's, like it's, it's all part of the gig you know yeah. but uh you know one thing about i don't know how many photos you have on your phone but if you haven't looked at the, at the amount yeah you know, i'm up to like thirty-seven thousand. Oh, that's that's yeah you got i i, I maybe have 200 no, no, no! Come on! No, I maybe have like two hundred. Really? All right, so yeah, it's crazy. Maybe I'm less sentimental than you. Yeah, I'm. Pro- I'm pretty sentimental. Yeah, but um, what's in? But I don't have like my top five photos. Like, there's mom. I, there's, I don't. I don't there's have the those. girlfriend. There, yeah, 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 it's not like that at all. It's just, it's just a hodgepodge, of, hodgepodge of of my entire life. But what about the kids now that are growing up? Where their entire life will be digitized. They have nothing tangible to hold. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, that, how many, that makes what, me sad. what's their photo library going to be like when they're 50? They're going to have something like, you know, a million plus photos. That's probably. insane. Like it, it, it costs money to develop film. I actually found a roll of film. It's, it's actually, well, in we're, that not, bag. we're not talking, to, I'm talking digital. Yeah, but I, I found a roll of film recently and I, I was like, what the fuck do I got this developed? <laughs> and I went, like, go to records. Oh, that's not a thing anymore. Right. Eckerd's, you know, <laughs> photo mat, right. Sure. I can go to that, that little photo mat in the parking lot of, of Sears. Like none of those things are things anymore. I don't know where to edit a roll of film i guess i could i'm sure there's somebody local who i can go you to just go online and, and send it off yeah yeah but i mean it, that was you remember a member that i just said a member do you remember when you would take a picture and then forget what was on it and then you'd get it back and like only half of them would be okay yeah i know and I, now all the pictures on your phone are stellar you would have deleted them right yeah, yeah. um 
Yeah, and then you would like you do a, a roll of twelve. <laughs> you do three good 12. photos, and then and then you'd like wait two weeks for them to get processed, and they'd come back, and you'd look at them, and you're like, yeah, one would be like blurry or it, incredible how things have changed, um, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy that um, yeah, we'd 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 wait to see the, these these images. Like, but the waiting was good. The waiting was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's Disney. There's the castle, and there's Mickey. And yeah. I broke up with that girl. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. Quest number three for you. Uh, you accidentally summon uh, an evil demon. All right. So get that in your head. What's the first thing you do? <laughs> I didn't say these were smart questions. <laughs> oh well. Um, <clears throat> I would probably send it to on some tasks, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like because, the fact that you're going to get revenge. <laughs> not not okay. revenge, but I, I, we just there needs to be some attitude adjustments going uh, happening in our world. A okay. Bit, you know? okay. So with, with a few with a few characters. So I would I would I would send uh, I would send that that um, evil demon that, that evil demon to do good things. Your second question to me, please. That, you know, to yield positive results out of a negative situation right i like it yeah it's like for instance there are always ways to solve problems but they may not be ethical <laughs> you know and so with the evil demon uh -huh. you get a pass it's like having a henchman yeah you, you yeah. get a pass to take care of these things you know yeah in a way that hey, it's an evil demon it's his job right exactly <laughs> but to make good ultimately right <laughs> your, your third question to me please sir Wait, did I? I, don't, I haven't. Your even, second question to me, oh, yeah, please, yeah, sir. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one, one beer kicked in. <laughs> okay, um, this one's straight up. Um, you know, we all have fears. Yeah. In our life, what's the second second greatest fear you have in your life? Depends on. Well, actually, what's the second greatest fear in my life? I will answer that after this a commercial spot. We're going into a break. I see what I do. See that I'm fishing. I'm, I'm going to get them to come back after this, these commercials. So listen to these commercials. We go in. We go into commercials with uh, music. If you want to have your music played on Scotch Good Conversation, email me over at Scotch Good Conversation at gmail.com. This is a band called Morton. This is a song called Circles, and it's off there live in Cape York. I don't even know what that means. Record, I dig this. Check it out. The high water's gonna leave as it came. Yeah, it's gonna leave a dirty mark, leave a dirty stain. Write the date on the wall there Up with the marks on the wall there The high water's gonna leave as it came Yeah, I've been tracing circles with my hands Trying to make some sense out of this Life just comes down Comes and smothers everything that you have the high water is a state of mind. There is no getting away from it. The holidays are around the corner. You might be stressing out. Chill out. Orlando Meats is there to help. You can order your holiday bird from them right now. Give them a call. 407-598-0700. It's not just turkey, though. They've got pork loin. They've got smoked brisket. 
They've got bone-in legged lamb. They've got hams. They've got everything. While you're there, grab something from the restaurant. Grab a beer. Mention Scotch and Good Conversation. Of course, you're going to get 10% off always. Orlando Meats, the holidays. Order now. Don't be late. Orlando Meats making your holiday season a little less stressful. This episode of Scotch and Good Conversation is brought to you by the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. JustCallMo.com. Have you checked out our other podcast, Dinner and Good Conversation? Episode 18 with Tanner Jones and Tyler Lauer is available now. Here's a sample. I have hemorrhoids. That's where my head is. Made. So your head has been up your ass. <laughs> like, yeah, literally, I like I, I woke up on Saturday and I, I, I maybe Friday and I'm like, man, that's uncomfortable. And so it's really threw yeah. my game off. Have you yeah. guys had hemorrhoids before? You're young. Um, people, I, I'm not going to out them, but I, people I know. Have <laughs> it's, had, it's, it's, yeah. not, it's not like we, you know, we're, we're, we're nice people. <laughs> yeah. The hemorrhoid people are nice people. <laughs> and, 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 and I don't, I don't want you talking bad about my friends and my colleagues in the hemorrhoid world. I uh, I had them briefly for a minute as a younger man, right when I met Dee Dee. Like literally when I met Dee Dee and we started dating, she was 19 and I was 29. I got a raging case of hemorrhoids. <laughs> that was the icebreaker when you met? Yeah. And, and I didn't want her to Stuck know around. because yeah. she was 19 and I was 29 and, 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 and beautiful and she was amazing and she Why was 19. Why are you sitting and, in your shower in two uh, inches uh, of water? And I was, Don't look, I'm a monster. So I I've, I I have hemorrhoids like right now. Like it's, it's a hemorrhoid. Like it, it's just like a, I mean, I can't get a good look. If you guys want to look later. The band is Morton. The album is called Live in Cape York. The song is called Circles. If you want to have your music played on Scotch Good Conversation, you can g- email me over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. If it doesn't suck, I will play it. Uh, this part of the podcast is brought to you by Compass Box Whiskey. They make a glorious bottle of scotch. Go into your local liquor store right now and grab it. You can grab any bottle up there. Find the prettiest one. Find the one that speaks to you. They're all equally as amazing. Follow them on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on with them. And your button guy, he makes all the buttons and pins for my podcast. He should make them for your band, for your podcast, for anything you got going on. You can contact him on <laughs> you can contact him on Instagram and on Facebook. Your button guy is my button guy. For the second time, because I forgot to hit record. <laughs> Michael, what what was the question you asked me? <laughs> I, this has happened. You think after so long of doing this, I would know where the fucking record button is? Usually, it's about fifteen minutes will go by, and then I'll too, I'm too scared to start it over. So we were we were fully in like for about a minute and a half, and I was at on, least yeah probably so, three minutes. So um, you you know what it is, but ask the question anyway. What I'm, what I'm afraid of. Um, 
Yeah, no. My we, second thing. That, se- we should probably just for the sake of good content go with your third. Right? <laughs> I'm gonna go with second. Thing. Okay, okay, yeah. You you would ask what my the you, yeah, second your second greatest fear in your the, life. My first greatest fear is the boogeyman. He lives in my closet. I talked about it for a minute and a half, and you guys are gonna miss all about it. But I am seriously afraid of the boogeyman. The the second thing I'm afraid of, really, I am afraid of the boogeyman, and the boogeyman being life being murdered being being a crackhead breaking into my the house evil, the evil that exists yeah right. i'm a, mm-hmm. i'm afraid of something coming to get me while i'm sleeping and killing me and it probably lives in the closet specifically when it, you're sleeping when i'm asleep like which that. would indicate the boogeyman really yeah yeah like it's 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 uh i'm afraid of mur- i'm afraid of crackheads basically break, breaking <laughs> in i'm afraid of Uh, are there crackheads anymore it's meth addicts like we should be concerned about right (laughs) yeah okay um probably the the other thing that i'm afraid of and this is more real and probably a real possibility (laughs) although if she hasn't done it by now is something will happen to Didi and i'll be alone yeah isn't that sad like that's my biggest fear yeah yeah that's she's such a huge giant part of my life on every level that i don't know what i'd do without her and that's just me being honest yeah and and quite frankly man i know i'd probably be okay although i've spent half my life with her at this well no a little less than half my life with her Uh, i i'm sure i'd be fine but i don't want to yeah no absolutely not you know i'm I, I would be lesser of a person than I am now. And I would try to take everything that she's given me and, and bind it up into being okay. And I know she'd want me to be, but I, hopefully I, I, one of the reasons I married a younger girl was I'll die before she will. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of selfish of you. I well, I never know. said I was a nice person. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, and I like younger yeah. girls, it's just, yeah, I, yeah. like legal girls. But I like my wife. Yeah. I love my wife. Well, how long? How big of a spread? Do you it's have? ten years. Okay, all right. Yeah, so ten. I'm uh, with my uh, girlfriend currently. Uh, Is it ten or nine? Yeah, it, it yeah. works. Like she's cool. Like I, and I met your girl. She's she's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. guys always you're smiling around each other. Yeah, she's a good girl. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's I, amazing. I'm I'm lucky, you know. And I I know she's not going anywhere, but I I I get worried. She comes home usually around seven. If it's seven fifteen, all the scenarios run through my head. Of course, all, all the you know, and 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 she won't pick up her phone. It, it's uh, who do I call? What do I do? You know, I'm I literally start pacing. You know, I'm not good without her. Gotcha. There's that that when Simpsons was still a good show when Marge leaves a Sim, uh, Homer for like a day. And she comes back and like the kitchen's on fire and Homer's like pants are like all in holes and his hair is messed up. And, and, and he comes, she comes to the door and he says, don't ever leave again. Don't ever leave again. Don't ever leave again. That That's me. Like I'm, nice. I, and again, I know I'll be fine, but I don't want to be like, I, right, I, I'm, right, I'm yeah. afraid of. You're terrified of that possibility. Yeah, of course. And I, I I don't know. Like, I mean, I don't want to sound so pathetic, but I, I, my life is good. That's been an undergoing theme of the podcast. Life is okay with Peter. I think I'm not bragging. Right. I'm lucky. I, yeah, I'm, 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 to brag would would be counter to I, the energy that you have. I, I'm it, very, you know? very fortunate, and I have I I try to be grateful for the things that I have, you know, and also not want more than I need, and I don't need more than Dee Dee. Because because uh, to me in my world that's the best thing. That's great. All right, what's the answer? I don't know. It's, it's a, I could be lying, and I'm just trying to get laid if she listens to this. <laughs> um, I'm sure it'll work. Sure. <laughs> Question number four for you: Have you ever caught somebody trying to scam you before it actually happened? Before it was too late? 
I spent a few years in retail. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that's terrible, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I learned a lot from it. Um, specifically in this situation, there was uh, it was a commission job, so I was selling. And, Done it. Which, yeah. which meant that there was some wiggle room. The negotiations happened, and yeah. so I learned how to be a pretty kick-ass negotiator. It's like fishing. I kind of like that. Part yeah, of it. It, it, there's yeah. Just some sport to it. Some yeah. some fun. There's you know, and especially you know, and you've got it runs the gamut from someone that just is a poor, super poor negotiator who just asked for a discount because they think they should, but, and then you could just shut them down immediately. Say no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could say no. Um, and to the person who's just a total ass to the person who's a savvy negotiator who yeah, actually yeah. present a solid argument on why they should get a discount or why this particular piece needs, should be less or, you know, and that's what I enjoy when somebody gives me a solid argument that I have to in turn give a solid rebuttal for, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like the sport of that. And, um, and so, yes, there were times when people, I could spot it from a mile away. And so <laughs> I, I used to take offense to that. I, I, I used to take it personally. I, I actually would too. Yeah, and yeah, which was actually really not good for for me because I, people would get pissed at me because it would change my whole tone and my body language would change and I'm just way too real to pretend. <laughs> I, I I can't pretend. I <laughs> because suck. I why can't I have a discount because I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, people were always trying to pull fast ones on me uh, in that in that you know when I was dealing yeah. the vintage menswear thing, like everything, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all my all my product. 90, unless someone like uh, did consignment with me, but barely ever happened. All my product was stuff that I hunted out, and I like I I you know I I drove to Miami for stuff. I drove to Tampa. I drove to Jacksonville, or I dug through a thrift store for hours to find one little piece. And people, you know, I'd have you know a suit, like a men's suit, a, a bespoke 1958 men's Don Draper looking suit. I'd have it up for like 125 dollars which is a great price for a suit. You can't go to men's warehouse and buy some polyester thing that was made by slave labor that there's a thousand of for $125. That's right. And they'd go, can I get it for 45? <laughs> and you're like, and I'm like, no, I'm not going to give you more than a 50% discount right now. You know? Uh, and they're like, why? And I'd say, because I have it because I, I, because I know that this is the only one. Yeah. And you I'd know? rather have, I'd rather still have it. Then, more more than your forty five bucks. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> I, I'm still making a profit, but I I just I don't want to sell it to you mm. because and I wouldn't I wouldn't say unless they got snooty with me yeah. and I've done it where I was like no you're just kind of being an it's ass. Simply, it's simply worth it's more insulting. Than that. Yeah, you're you're being insulting to me. You know I I know I know what this is worth. I know I I would say I'll tell you what if you you know I we I used to do the Audubon Park Market almost every week, and uh, I you know it's seven thirty at night and someone would want to buy like a suit you know, for their wedding or something. And they would go like, well, you know, can I get a 50% discount? And I was like, no. And it's like, why? And I said, because this is the only one and you know, I have it. And you're getting married. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, I'd say, I'll tell you what, the mall's open for another hour. If you can go over to the fashion square mall, cause that's the closest one and find something equally as quality, buy it, bring it to me. I'll give you this suit and you can return that suit. So you got a chance. <laughs> if you can pull this off, you're more, you can get it for free, but I know you can't. Right. And some, sometimes they get pissy with me, but uh, you know, and I, I, I take 20% off. There's, there's a discount built in anything, Yeah, you know, but also sometimes like when people come in, like, uh, I mean, I've worked retail like on park Avenue at a furniture store. Like yeah. I, that's where I did yeah. the, the cut my, my, in the corporate world of retail. Was that with, 
It was with Storehouse. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and there was a, there was a discount built in, but I couldn't go beyond that discount. I don't own Storehouse. There were uh, like I think there were two hundred fifty stores. I'm not the guy who who, who it you know, like. No, I can't do that. Right. right Where right. we're this is not a garage sale. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know. I and I'm not. Are you good at negotiating when you go to buy something? Like if you go to buy a used guitar from somebody, are you okay with asking for a discount? All right. So I used to be. So negotiating came kind of naturally to me. But being on the other side, yeah. Um. You. I think it tends to make you less. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Um. It depends. It, if I really feel like there's. Just, you know, if I'm not completely sold, but if I could get it at a better price, you know, to give me a little more within reason without being a dick about it. Yeah. You know, and I I may throw it out there and uh, just to just to kind of it's like it's like rolling the the roulette wheel. You you don't know if you're going to buy it, but if if, if they go with it, then you're kind of like, well, now I got to buy it. So it's it's, you're kind of leaving it up to fate in that way. Like you can't decide if you should buy it. So you're just going to like, you know, when I revamped Rosie Land and bought a bunch of new uh microphones and I got a different recorder. I sold everything on Facebook marketplace and man, that's some, that's some terrible stuff right there. Oh, uh, interacting with the people and stuff. You know, it, it was literally, you know, here's a price and they would come back with, can I get it for half price? Yeah, and, I, and I just yeah, type, yeah, yeah. you know, two letters. No. Yeah. So you can resell it for the price I'm selling it for. Yeah, yeah. exactly. exactly. Yeah. You know, and like, well, where, where do you live? It's like, I'm, you're not coming to my house. <laughs> where do you live? <laughs> that's, that's simply not going to happen. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll meet you at Starbucks, you know, right, around right. the corner because it's near my house and, and uh, you won't stab me there. Yeah. Question number five for you. Why do humans love conspiracy theories and urban legends? <laughs> I think it's in human nature to be a skeptic about some things. Well, for some people it is. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and so um, <clears throat> I think that people like to have something to talk about. Yeah. They like to provoke. I love a conspiracy. Thing. Yeah. I think they like to provoke uh, not just thought, but some people like to provoke uh, conflict almost. And yeah. so they will throw, you know, those are like the, uh, what do they call them? The trolls online. Yep. Yeah. That'll just throw the most random, stupid, like thing that they comment that'll piss you off. Um, just so that you'll interact. And, um, I, but also I, I don't, I don't know why I don't feel like I subscribe to that, that kind of thinking. I, yeah. I like to think that maybe, um, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I instinctively don't don't believe most of the things people tell me. (laughs) Yeah. Especially like the government and stuff like that. Uh, But I also like when it comes to conspiracy theories, I'm a big 9-11 guy. Okay. I won't even get into it. But, you know, I've read. It's funny. I was just talking about that. I've read a a couple (laughs) books about it. And if 25% of what's said in the book, like let's, we're assumed 75% (laughs) of his bullshit. Right. Okay. 75%. So let's say 10, 90% of his bullshit if 10% of it relies on a little bit of truth, shouldn't we investigate it more? Perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it depends on what that 10% is. But. There, there's some, there's some gaping holes in the 9-11 thing, but, but, but also, I mean, even like, even the big ones, the, the Kennedy assassination, the, the, the moon landing, those ones, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. But the moon landing has been debunked. No, like I, I, every, I know. Yeah. yeah and a good was, chunk of the yeah. 9-11 one is, but there's some, some definite stuff. There's right, some right. definite things that still have holes in it. And, and like the way I look at it is, I mean, I'm nine 11, uh, it affected my life in the sense that now the government can listen to my phone calls mm-hmm. legally, Yeah, you know, and that right there, that's enough reason for me to go, 
we should look deeper into this. We, I mm. should question this. It, it's my, it's my right as a, a citizen of the United States to question mm. this. And as long as, you know, I'm not getting in your face about it, we should have, be able to have open discourse and talk about it a little bit. And I'm a little educated on this. I'm not saying I'm a pro, but I know more than a good chunk of America because what we do as not just America, as a society, we, we believe the first story that's put in front of us. Right, right. And a lot of times people will put the first story in front of us to have an ulterior motive. Sure. So I, I like a conspiracy theory. I, I think I read a little bit more than those things. And then I digest some of it. And then I forget 75% mm -hmm. of it and think I'm an authority. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, you know, there was uh, during the pulse tragedy that you remember here in Orlando. Um, yeah. Yeah. There were, um, because YouTube is just full of people that fabric it's a cesspool that, that fabricate uh, uh they they take and edit footage from the news yeah yeah and and kind of like find gaps holes as you as you say um and question things and so there were already you know not even a week out several videos circulating and getting thousands tens of thousands of views that were like debunking Complete the whole the, yeah. the, the official story of what happened at pulse yeah um and i had a friend <clears throat> a good friend who i used to play music with who had moved to atlanta several years ago who was like up there and watching this video and like you know convinced yeah. that the whole thing was bullshit and 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 i kind of had to shut him like some of us here friends of his still had to kind of shut him down and said look dude it's fucking happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, man. <laughs> we know it happened. Yeah, yeah. There, there's, we, you know, <laughs> a chunk of our population is missing. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a false flag. Uh, right. You yeah. Know? And so, um, anyway, yeah. That it, it's just it's 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 interesting that people are creating content. You know, um, they have no interest, any genuine interest at all. They're just they're running with it. Yeah. You know, and that's it's always what, been like that, though. I mean, yeah. it's like you figure the the first big one was the Kennedy assassination. And, yeah. and I just don't, I don't think to take, to digest whatever's put in front of me and believe it as the gospel truth is, is the smart thing to do. I mean, and we're never going to have the answers ever, but as long as there's questions, we're going to question things, you know, and everybody thinks they're an authority on things. I'm not pretending I'm authority. Like I said, the 9-11 thing, I, I said, assume 90% of what I read is wrong. Right, right, right. But if there's a 10% margin of error there, we should continue investigating, mm. yeah, you know, sure. uh, you know, and, and it's, uh, especially, I mean, I, I didn't have anybody die. I mean, it, it, like I said, the, the biggest effect in my life was my phones are tapped and that's a terrible thing to say, mm -hmm. but you know, it, and I'm sure there's bigger effects I don't even know about. There's repercussions that happened because of that, that us as citizens of the United States are never going to know about. Well, they, they I mean, clear, you got to take your shoes off. They, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was actually from the other. That was the the, the, yeah. the bomber that came. I, yeah, I yeah. came home from Paris, same airport, same airline, same day as that guy. <laughs> oh, and nice. uh, we got home from Paris and my mom had called like a hundred times. Oh, wow. You know, I was just exhausted. And I'm like, I'll just call her tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, clearly she knew that I was okay. That plane landed okay. But right, man, right. there was some desperate, did, did you have to, yeah. the, the shoe bomber, did you did you have anything to do with the shoe bomber guy? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, my, yeah. My mom probably still worried that I had something to do with the shoe bomber guy, but that's because <laughs> she loves me. Question number six for you. Uh, they're sponsored 
It's an, it's an email. And emails are sponsored by the Nook on Robinson. They're about local Orlando. It's where local people go. Local bands play there. Local artists show their art there. Local beers, local wines. It's it's cool on every single level. It's over in the Milk District at 2432 East Robinson Street. If you go by, whether you've been there 100 times or it's your first time ever, mention Scotch and Good Conversations so they know that they're spending their money with a good advertiser. If you want to email us, email us over at scottsagoodconversation at gmail.com. If it's a good email and it's short and it doesn't have any really huge words in it, I will probably read it. If you write me some long thing with big words in it, I'm going to fuck those words up and I'm probably not going to read it. This one is very short. Hello, Rosie. It says, um, if I put 10,000 spiders into my refrigerator and it has, says empty, would they fight? and die or reproduce enough to force the door open. That's all it says. That's, that's a listener email. So Mm -hmm. they, they want to empty out their fridge, put 10,000 spiders in there, close the door. What would happen? Would they, would they fight? Okay. So now did they, uh, do we know, is there, so the fridge is running and on? I I guess I, I I see what I like about these questions. Any of my questions, it's Mm. a, it's about perception. It's about how, uh, how you perceive the question. Right. So they're they're saying would it, eventually would there be so many spiders it would pop the door open and hundreds of thousands of spiders would crawl out. That's a darn good question. It's a stupid fucking question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what, what, what do you think? I never said my 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 listeners all of them were smart. Some of them are. All right. So I think that there would be some fighting. I know this person. They're actually smart. Yeah. There so. would be some fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And there would be many would die. Okay. Good. But the ones that survived would be the strongest. They Super would be the, spiders. Yeah. The elite. The <laughs> strongest ones. And of course they would then procreate. Yeah. And then yeah, figure and then, out a way to get out of the refrigerator. Um. There. Yeah. They'd find. They perhaps there's some. There would be some of that too. But then just con- continuing on with this uh, continual gradual yeah. uh, increase in population. Okay. Um, at some point, mm, uh, there would be, uh, so are they suggesting that there's a possibility that the, there may be enough mass, just physical just mass open the of door. spiders that that's, the that's, door that's, would just that's how I read have it. to pop open? Yes. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if it, 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 it could, the mass of just all those spiders inside of it, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I uh, am going the weight of them on top of each other. I, I, I'm, I'm yeah. going with the know. if we learned anything from Jurassic Park is nature will find a way. Okay, I, I agree with that. And mm. the door will open and spiders will get you. <laughs> Thanks for emailing me again. Fabulous. Uh, yeah, th- I know themes. I, I know. I know who you are, and I appreciate you emailing me. And they never <laughs> signed their name. So, so I, if you want to email me some nonsense bullshit, email me over at scottsagoodconversation at gmail Or if you have a legitimate problem or a life thing, we're not slackers in here. We can answer like real things. Haven't got one of those in a while. Here is a commercial. End of the year is around the corner. Things are about to get a little crazy. Parties, get-togethers, family. There's no me time. You know what you do? Check out La Femme du Fromage. Go in there and grab a security board. Bring it home. Be happy. Check out Grilled Cheese Happy Hour on Fridays. Grab a bottle of wine. Grab a beer. Anything there is delicious. Their new place is opening up at the beginning of the year, so give them a follow to keep up with events, to keep up what's coming in and out of the shop. La Femme du Fromage is Orlando's cheese shop. They are located at 3201 Korean Drive in the beautiful East End Market. 
the Femme du Fromage, Orlando's Cheese Shop. Tell them Scotch and Good Conversation sent you. This episode of Scotch and Good Conversation is brought to you by the DeWitt Law Firm. Injured on the go? Just call Mo. Justcallmo.com. You know what makes life better? Craft beer and red light, red light beer parlor. They've been doing craft beer since the beginning. Since the beginning of the craft beer movement, they are Orlando's original and best craft beer bar. Award-winning in-house brewing, 300-plus bottles and cans of deliciousness, and you can grab some to go. Get some on the way out. Get some on the way home. Get a crowler of something delicious that they made right there. Red Light, Red Light does craft beer the way it was meant to be. Delicious. They're located over on the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive. Next time you go in and grab something, tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. And your third question to me, please. Okay. Uh, at some point in our lives, most of us realize we have a few character flaws. Okay. I don't. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I do. Uh, at, at some point in our lives, I said yeah. most of us I, I, realize I, I, we have a few character tons. flaws. Tons. Um, all right. So for me, uh, when that happened, which is about mid-20s, um, it was kind of a dramatic mind blow because I, uh, I'd i been kind of carrying on thinking I was a pretty good person and okay. pretty much a badass. You know, I've... I yeah. felt good about myself. Um, and then suddenly one day it was like, oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm hurting people. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm hurting people. And um, so, uh, you know, did you have a similar experience? Did you get to a point where you realize I might need to work on this a little bit? I might need to work on myself. I'm not quite as awesome as I thought it was. Every single day. Um well, okay. yeah. and I agree, and I think yeah. that's part of the what happens afterwards. But do you can you remember like uh, maybe just even one realization? Maybe they don't all happen at once, but you like realize you learn something. Like, yeah, oh, no, I, I can't. It's a self awareness thing. I think. Yeah. I, I I think for the most part, I've always been sort of self aware and tried to be a good person, and I'm sure I'm sure somewhere along the line I've hurt somebody. Uh, the bulk of the girls that I've been with, I mean, I think that's where I go ultimately first always is, is girls and sex and titties and stuff. The, <laughs> the bulk of the girls that, that I've been with have broken up with me. So apparently I've character flaws, but I just didn't see them. I always thought they were insane and making bad decisions. <laughs> the, the, the few ones that I did break up with was because I realized that maybe I wasn't the right person for them or I wanted something different out of the relationship and didn't want to hurt them. Right. I can't, I mean, and I'm sure there's one there, but I can't think of any even semi-major relationship I've been in that I, I, I did something intentionally to hurt somebody. I've had one night stands, but I don't, yeah. I, but I don't think, <clears throat> I think that was everyone knew what was going to happen. Right. You know? Right. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and really my question is there's intent is yeah, never intending. These are things that you're yeah. just not aware of. If the intention is to hurt, then you're you're fully aware. You know, these are things that were just 
maybe like oh you just never noticed before and like, I, suddenly, I, I, yeah. yeah i mean I, I catch myself being like at some time especially home lately since the podcast and there's a little bit of success and you sometimes my head gets a little bigger than it should be i'm a local fucking podcast in orlando you know i'm i'm it's and i always tell people when they come in i'll ask before we turn the mics and have you listened so you, do you know what's going on and sometimes most of the time people say no and I, I tell them, I'm aware that most of the world hasn't heard my podcast. Right. But the, the sometimes Didi has to put me in my place and go, you know, it, it's you being a dick. <laughs> uh, a couple days ago, and I felt terrible about it. We were at the uh, East End Market and we were at the, the Tater Tot food cart. I forget the name of it. There's a vegan Tater Tot food cart. Nice. And it's it's really good. Hey, Rosie. Um and there was a long line there and Didi ordered food and I decided I want food and she wanted me to get something else in addition to what she ordered. And I looked at her and I went, what do you want? Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> and then I realized that's right out of the podcast when I go name the top three band, singer, songwriters, performers, right. quick. <laughs> and, and she gave me this dirty look and I, I finished and then I looked at the lady behind the counter and I said, okay, are we done? Because I have to go apologize to my wife now. <laughs> right, right. And she looked at me like, yeah, you should apologize. And I went up and I said, I'm so sorry. Mm. Like I, I didn't, that just came out. It's, and she was a little chat to me, but yeah. I, 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 I don't, like I said, I, 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 I don't want to come across as being that I think I'm, I'm enlightened because I, I, by no means, most of the time I don't know what I'm doing. I think that's probably my main thing is I, I realized a long time ago that I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just a dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how life is. It's constantly reminded that. Yeah. We, none of us, yeah. we're, all, we're all just kind of, just kind of figured out and try right. to show the world the best we can be. Yeah. And it's especially since, of, since the podcast and since I've talked to like hundreds of people, I realize we're all just trying to, to get along. We're all just trying to, to be our best and, and show our shiniest parts and, and hide, stifle down the, the bad parts. But it's okay to talk about the bad parts. It's okay to talk about poop in your pants or uh, <laughs> the... The episode that I put out yesterday uh, uh, was with a burlesque dancer here in Orlando. It's episode 212. And it her name is uh, Angela Lemus. I, I, didn't, I didn't even pronounce her, her last name correctly when I introduced her. But uh, we talk about me losing my virginity and me crying like a baby the night I lost my virginity to the girl I lost my virginity with. <laughs> was that before or after? You? It was after. Okay. Like uh, we, we had sex and then I bawled like a small child. And I, I, I told the story because I don't think I told it on the podcast before. And I, quite frankly, I think it's kind of funny and it's the truth. And she said, I did that. And I said, you cried after you, you lost your virginity? She said, no, I took a, a virginity from a dude and he cried. And I was like, see, I'm not the only person. We all have stories. <laughs> we all have our stuff. To answer your question, I can't, I can't see a line where I went, I need to change. I feel like it's always been there. Okay, that's good. Uh, I had great parents. Like I, you know, they they would put me in a place, and they they would tell me you're special, but you're not that right, special. Right. You know, you, I don't know. It's what's the Fight Club thing? You're not a special snowflake. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, there's there's nothing remarkable about you. We're all remarkable in our own way. Right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I again, I said it earlier. I could be wrong. <laughs> Did I answer your question? I I don't know. What was the question? <laughs> I, I think you you had said was there a moment when oh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. when right. I realized that I was terrible or something like that? 
Right. Yeah. Well, to answer your question, no, I'm awesome. <laughs> so, so it just hasn't happened yet. I don't. I mean, it happened a long time ago, but it's always been something I've been sort of self-aware of. Right. You know uh, that. I, I I don't know. Like I don't want to. I I don't want anybody to think that I'm full of myself because I'm right. I'm the biggest enemy of me. But I I think I try to own my mistakes for the most part. Sure. And I think you're kind of the same way. I gathered that about yeah, you. Yeah. You're pretty comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I wish I had a better answer for well, you. For, than I, for me, just for the sake of conversation, um, I, uh, I, you know. You said like you I, hurt people. In my 20s, yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, in different situations, whether it be relationships or uh, even in band, band, like personal relationships or even music relationships, yeah. things like that. Um, which is uh, part of the reason I decided to join other people's bands and yeah. take myself out of the leadership role, kind of. Um, and so I, I worked on those things Good. over the over the years, you know. Um, but then what happened with me was I started to I was beating myself up for it, and then what happened is I kind of reached another level of realization where I also needed to accept myself some as well and realize that I had these flaws. Yeah. yeah. And that these were things that I just needed to work around. And I needed to kind of, you know, in some ways cut myself some slack. Exactly. You know, we um, all got shit. Yeah. And, um, and, and I'm not perfect. And so that was the next progression. And, you know, while also continuing to, you know, work on them. And knowing that you'll never be perfect. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So, so, that, the, so there's definitely a sequence of things of realizations that had happened, um, you know, starting with the like, oh, I'm not perfect, and now what do I do about it? And then going through the the process of trying to make yourself better, and, and then ultimately realizing that you you're never going to be perfect. That that's yeah. just it. Is you 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 know you try as hard as you can. If you don't succeed that day, there's always tomorrow. If there's no tomorrow, then you tried as hard as you can. Right. You know, and, so and I still say stuff that yeah. I'm like, oh, why did I say that? I, I, every day I say something dumb, but I've been trying to do. And I don't, <laughs> uh, even then I don't do it every day, but I try to go back and fix my mistakes also. Right. I've been trying to own my mistakes, say I'm sorry, admit when I've done something boneheaded. And once you get in the habit of doing that, it becomes second nature and you don't go to bed feeling bad about something. Right. You know, you, you just, you feel better about your existence and your, your place on the planet. I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It all seems so black and white and simple to me. And it, it's always sort of been that way. It was harder when I thought there was God. <laughs> yeah, that'll, that'll I, mean, I don't know where you lie, lie spiritually, but right. uh, yeah, it was harder when I thought I had to live up to this thing. And I was, there was the, the fear of damnation. And then I realized, you know, I don't, uh, maggot food and you know i just try to be a nice person and not hurt people along the way and then realize that i'm i'm going to ultimately everybody is just trying to take care of themselves sure yeah. <laughs> wow we went deep <laughs> i don't even know if i answered your fucking question <laughs> but i never do <laughs> no, yeah. i don't know if i answered yours either um question number seven for you're almost done how do you know when a person does not like you, even though they seem very nice to you? Like me, for instance. Oh. No, no, I, I like you. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm glad you're here, man. I was looking forward to this. Um, I was, uh, I, I stepped into a, um, a jam session. Uh, that's your local that I got invited to. And that sounds uh, cool. I've never done that. Yeah. And I brought my guitar and my amp and I, you know, and, uh, I've got a thing, uh, a goal for the year, which is to not, uh, 
to, to, to say yes to any musical opportunity that comes along. That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, no matter what it is. There was I got a great one that I got scared and I and so I kinda I kinda didn't I didn't so I didn't stick to it. But for the most part, ninety eight percent of the time this year I have I've hopped on everyone that good. came along. And you learned. <clears throat> yeah, but there was uh there was a player there that night that immediately I could just tell by his body language that he didn't like me being there for whatever reason. I have no idea why. Yeah, yeah. But you I I think that 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 really is is some people are like for instance me I I totally wear you know my my emotions on my sleeve you know yeah so I people can pick up on how I feel about them all the time I'm sure um, some people are damn good at like disguising that shit though you know like like I would never know and, and you find out later like oh god. well damn I guess they don't like me <laughs> you know and then you have to kind of file it under well you know you can't. Uh, make everybody happy all the time. Kind yeah, of but thing, they're, they're not like, like you or they're not like their, your, themselves. That's the thing. And it might yeah. not even be that not like themselves, but again, we talked we, the third, fourth yeah. time, you know, sometimes people aren't supposed to be together. Okay. No, even okay. chemically on some sort of balance, like yeah. universal chemical balance thing. Sometimes people just don't get along. You know, it's, I don't, I don't know. You're yeah, there's a out. reason for it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, biological reason, uh, especially uh, between, you know, in a sexual context. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you, know, you might produce like a, you know, a stillbirth or something. Sometimes, or, yes, you but know, sometimes or, yeah. sex with somebody you don't like is also pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Doesn't, as long as you don't do it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's cool too. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 maybe I, I've never done that. That'd be terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, question number eight for you. Who do you, you know that I don't know who should come on the podcast, bring something to the world. <clears throat> if you know, Paul Westerberg or Bono, that would be really great. Who, who, who you got in your phone? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you I, you don't have to tell who, but you've got famous people in your phone, don't you? You strike me as someone who's got some famous people a, in their phone. There's a few uh, characters in there. Who do you know who should come? Who who would come on the podcast? You know who who I think would be fabulous. Who? And you may already know him. Um, and I and, and his name escapes me right now, but um, he's the guy who does that show, Zombie House House uh, Flip. Yeah, I think I think I, I I've reached out to him. Yeah, I I, uh, I might try great. that again. Yeah, yeah, he's a local dude, and he's like a kind of a big deal, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, I actually was um, a guest on a podcast, um, and he was a guest, and I didn't know who he was, didn't know anything about the show, no idea, and I just sat there and listened. And the, he's not a kid; he's, a, but, but he's thirty. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I was like, I, and I was just like, damn, this guy's. I just I, I fell in love with him. I think. Yeah, yeah. I had a, a total man crush on the guy. And, <laughs> and um, don't you love that? Like, it's like I, I want to be you when I grow up. You know, yeah, thirty year old. Yeah, the guy's got things figured out. Yeah, and and, and he's excited, and he'd make a great guest. So yeah, like look look him up. Cool. And uh, not to mention he's got this show. But yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Remind yeah. the kids where we can find all your stuff. Um. Well, um, if you want to hear some music, Blue Eyes is the band, and that will be on Spotify. And then this company that I launched, uh, Personal Talent Media Group, uh, the website would be personaltmg.com. And you can find me, Michael Rizzo, on you know, all the social channels. Well, I meant to mention the media part of, of the company, mm -hmm. the talent and media group. Yeah, yeah. Is, you know, I remember I told you I, I, I taught myself how to do all these things of photography. I became Emily's food photographer, videographer. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it's, yeah, and so these, stunning. These are things that I felt, a web designer, these are things that I just ended up really enjoying because I'm a, I'm a creative at heart. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, 
and they were deeply satisfying. And so the media component of this company is me then, uh, you know, working towards also doing things like video production of which I'm, I am doing yeah. also, uh, and website, uh, which I'm also doing. And so I'm literally Good trying to continue this lifestyle that I, I had, Good, you know, and so that's it. Yeah. Well, you wear it well. Thank you, bud. Yeah. yeah. They'll, they'll be having me. Yeah. There will be links in the show notes. I've enjoyed this immensely. Want to thank my buddy CJ Mask. Uh, he wrote the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation. Check out our other podcast, Dinner and Good Conversation. She knows what's happening. Uh, she knows the end. Uh, check out Dinner and Good Conversation. It's available pretty much everywhere. And it's like a greatest hits of guests who come through Scotch and Good Conversation. And we talk on mic with our mouth full of food. So either you'll hate <laughs> that or you'll love that. So far, everybody seems to really dig it. Uh, Patreon. Check out my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Scotch and Good Conversation. Uh, there, oh, Rosie, come here. She's like, oh, it's time for you to leave, sir. <laughs> there, there are pictures, uh, interviews with former guests. <laughs> Rosie. What? It's okay. We were, friend we were friends five minutes ago. I promise. <laughs> anyway, uh, be nice to each other. Take care of each other. Uh, don't be a dick. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye. Production.